0: Orange in the Central West's 105.1 Triple M. We're brought to you thanks to Harvey Norman in the Orange Grove Homemaker Centre. Time to talk agriculture now. Bruce Reynolds, good morning to you. Good night, Neil. Now, Bruce, you were certainly on the money with the forecast 50 to 100 mils over the past week in our chat. So you mentioned it last week. So, where were the big falls? Quite a bit of storm activity
1: certainly was, and it was patchy. I've heard of individual storm cells giving up to 80 or so millimetres of rain in an hour. Um, within a kilometre or two, practically nothing, five or ten millimetres. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, some people have been under them, some people haven't been under them. Look, the, the underlying rainfall at my place, uh, Forest Reefs area, just under 60 millimeters, but uh, look, a lot of places up around that uh, 80 to 100, and, and it varies. And, and look, you know, this, um, uh, it's been very patchy, and I, I noticed, you know, Forbes. On um, Tuesday, Tuesday night, had around 90 millimetres of rain. Uh, Cowra, 50 odd, in just that one day period. Mm. So you know, it's, it's, it's been falling around the region, which is good. It's not just been falling over the top of Orange, but through the the, the central table and, and through the central west slopes and plains and right out to the far west of the state. It's just been amazing how widespread and how long this system has been. But again, some people have got it, other people
0: haven't. Mm. Uh, We've seen it to the extent where there's been flood watches and flood warnings being put into place for places like the Bell, also for the Macquarie as well. So uh, yeah, keeping an eye on those, of course. Now, what about inland of the waterways? Was there much damage?
1: Look, again, if you're under one of those gully rakers, yes, you've probably had a bit of damage. Um, From a cereal crop point of view, I was in Dubbo on Saturday and noticed particularly east of Wellington, there were a few cereal crops that still had to be harvested. And while I haven't been in the Cowra area, I suspect something similar, that some have been harvested and some still are to be harvested. There's probably a likelihood there that there'll be damage to to some of those cereal crops that that haven't been. A lot have come off, Mm. as in particularly around that Dubbo area for example where pretty well the harvest seemed to have finished but as I said east of Wellington there were still some paddocks particularly actually on the Bell River. I know there's one paddock there of wheat that uh, still hadn't been harvested so um, yeah I'm, I'm expecting that, that there will be some downgrading of um, some of those wheat crops that, that still haven't been, fingers crossed it won't but given the prolonged nature and the amount of rainfall highly likely that um, yeah there, there will be some Uh, damage there. Looking at our horticultural crops for apple crops um, as long as there wasn't hail Uh, And I I haven't heard of any substantial hail in our part of the world. Um, You know, it'll actually be good for the cherry crops. Look, as in anything that's ripe, you know, as in uh, as in it will be a challenge because um, cherries and and rainfall don't go together. But the mid-season and the later-season cherry crops probably actually loving the rain at the moment, that to actually put a bit more size in the cherries. So, yeah, look, as in there are some downsides, but there are also some positive upsides from this rain event.
0: Okay, have we seen enough rain to waterlog paddocks? I mean, can we still get uh, machinery onto paddocks? Look at this time
1: of the year. Yeah, as in most, it will, there will be some isolated places where where you you won't be able to get equipment. But the, the biggest challenge is, is is actually going to be at the time of the year and the amount of rainfall, the amount of weed growth we're now going to get. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, it's it's weeds in cropping countries, you're going to get a lot of broadleaf weeds shooting, and so and grasses uh, that shoot. Uh, but also you know, around this Tableland area, I don't know if you've noticed. But the blackberries are amazing. They're out in in full flower, and a rainfall event like this will create fruit quite quickly. But they are a priority weed, so a reminder: you, you're supposed to be um, getting rid of your blackberries. But yeah, so for weeds like that. there are going to be real problems um, and probably going to see a lot of spread of those because the birds uh, love blackberries and with this amount of rainfall, there's probably enough to get those flowers through to reasonable-sized fruit and create further blackberry problems.
0: Mm. Indeed. All right. Uh, Looking forward, I've seen, I've been watching these rain events. They've been coming from the north-northeast and swinging around to the north-northwest and that's perhaps why they've been staying with us for a while. What about the next seven days? How's it looking?
1: Look, as in today and the next couple of days, we're looking for more showers. And they're going to be patchy. There's going to be thunderstorms and showers. The good news is, and looking out after the next few days, so once we get through early next week, Um, that it should start to dry out. And then the modelling at this stage showing that the week after, so looking out for the seven to 14 days, that there should be little, if any, rainfall. So it's just that the next few days are still going to be unsettled before it really starts to to dry out in our part of the world.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, let's talk uh, and move our attention to fire ants. I believe they've been detected on the far north coast of the state. Uh, This is obviously a concern
1: certainly is. The fire ants have been in Australia in the current form, as in there have been incursions in the past for nearly 20 years in around that southeast Queensland area, and there's been major control programs for many years to, to, to try and stop their movement. And for a long period of time, we've, we've kept them out of New South Wales, or hopefully kept them out of New South Wales. But sadly, I believe they found three nests up there, about 10 or so cases south of the, the Queensland border, right up in the northeast of the state. And so, look, uh, as in, the, the biggest challenge from my reading is that they've probably been there for up to six months, some of the news articles I've seen. So, and normally they breed reasonably quickly, and the queens fly off. create new nests. So there's a high possibility, and I hope I'm wrong, um, that there are other nests that are undetected at at this point of view, but there are exclusion zones and and what's permitted up in that part of the world uh, with regard to the movement of materials etc unless you get them inspected and and make sure there's no risk but it's it's an ant or a pest that you just don't want to have. I've got some friends in southeast Queensland that are on a property um, west of Ipswich and they've had to live with fire ants for uh, probably the last Ten to fifteen years, um, and they run cattle. As in, look, it's it's not a pleasant situation. They've had a number of nests on their property. Uh, they've all been controlled, as in, but it's actually identifying and finding them and, and quickly detecting them. They they do have, dogs that they actually use to try and detect where the nests are, uh, and then they uh, try and eradicate those nests. But it seems to be spreading, and it's not good news at all that it's uh, come. It's made its way into New South Wales.
0: Mm, Bruce Reynolds is with us. Uh, Talk. Talking agriculture this morning, Bruce. Thank you as always. Have a good day. Thanks, Neil.